Welcome to Art of the Kickstart, your source for crowdfunding campaign success. I'm your host, Roy Morjan, president of Inventus Partners, the top full-service turnkey product development and crowdfunding marketing agency in the world. We have helped startups raise over $100 million for our clients since 2010. Each week, I'll interview a crowdfunding success story, an inspirational entrepreneur, or a business expert in order to help you take your startup to the next level with crowdfunding. Art of the Kickstart is honored to be sponsored by Backerkit and The Gadget Flow. Backerkit makes software that crowdfunding project creators use to survey backers, organize data, and manage orders for fulfillment by automating your operations and helping you print and ship faster. The Gadget Flow is a product discovery platform that helps you discover, save, and buy awesome products. It is the ultimate buyer's guide for luxury gadgets and creative gifts. Now let's get on with the show. Welcome to another edition of Art of the Kickstart. Today I am joined with Ran Corey. Ran is the campaign manager for the Yeehaw Wand. Ran, thank you so much for being on the show today. My pleasure. So this is a really cool innovation that you've been able to, to run the project on. So the Yeehaw Wand can easily create an object basically out of thin air. Can you talk to our audience about where, where this creation was inspired from? So it all began with the first campaign that uh, we did a special campaign, uh, 3D printer for kids. And uh, we got a lot of uh, emails from people that say uh, we love the 3D printer, but we don't know how to get uh, 3D objects. And uh, all the uh, different uh, softwares are too complicated and uh, we really need to, to learn a lot. To, to be able to do a good uh, 3D object and then uh, print it. So uh, with the, the, the help of uh, the, the founder of uh, Yeha, uh, he created uh, this uh, special wand uh, and uh, that really helps people create any object that they want, anything that uh, they, they just uh, think of and create it in 3D. They can uh, visualize visualize it uh, in the world around them. Like they can play with it uh, uh, and uh, see it uh, in different places because they can use their uh, almost camera and visualize uh, the 3D object anywhere. And then, uh, if they want, with a click of a button, they can just 3D print it on their uh, 3D printer or just send it to a, a company, and the company will 3D print it for them and send it to their home. This seems so sci-fi-ish, you know, creating products out of thin air. What were some of the biggest challenges that the company encountered while designing this product? So, uh, as you know, uh, people like to buy things uh, with their eyes. So, it wasn't easy to design uh, the brush, the the wand, because uh, you have to have a special uh, surface. So the phone's camera or the tablet's camera will uh, pick up uh, the, 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 the wand, okay? So uh, some people say that it looks a little bit uh, like uh, a spoon, but uh, this is a must because we need the big surface for the camera to, to visualize uh, the movement. But uh, when using it, it's pretty uh, sleek and easy to use and uh, and uh, something that looks 
like a spoon, eventually it feels like a wand. Yeah, we've had some uh, some interesting spoon campaigns that we've worked on, you know, recently with the Polygons campaign. Spoons are the hot rage apparently right now. But um, you know, in terms of the technology that it's been built around, let's talk a little bit about the the, the crowdfunding campaign. So Yeehaw actually ran a, a campaign for a 3D printer earlier. What were some of the things that you did in preparation for this campaign that was different from the previous? Uh, so the previous campaign, uh, we, uh, we, we started it only one month before the campaign. So we did everything very, very fast and uh, we didn't have uh, a good, good preparation, good email list with a good landing page and everything, uh, all the different things that are needed for uh, a good campaign. Uh, so uh, the campaign was successful, but we could have done much, much better. Especially um, the, the main problem is uh, that uh, today the, the competition for 3D printer is very, very big. Right. Uh, and uh, with the world, there's nothing like... I can hear myself. Uh, so, um, the one is very unique, and this is one of the most important things when we, we decided to do this campaign. We didn't want to have a similar product on the market that uh, will compete with the, our product. And uh, it took us uh, many months to prepare the product, to work on uh, its user interface and everything. And uh, also we wanted to have uh, samples so we can send to journalists so they can uh, try it out and see how easy it, it is to use and to see that it's, it's not uh, like uh, we did the special effects and uh, it's not a real product. So everything that uh, we are showing is real. And this is one of the most important things that we try to show uh, in our campaign. Excellent. Yeah, you mentioned some getting some great press coverage, you know, outlets like Mashable and BuzzFeed. What, uh, what tips would you have for other creators looking to get great press coverage for their campaign launch? So uh, the first and most important things, thing is uh, that uh, reporters are looking for uh, news, something that will be newsworthy. And um, that's the, the, the uniqueness of uh, the wand is that there's no other product like it. So journalists just uh, see the campaign and see the, the, that it's very, very interesting. And they like to write about things that uh, are new. So uh, people will read the, what, what they are writing about. Uh, and we just, uh, prior to the campaign, we, we created a big uh, list of uh, journalists and bloggers and uh, influencers that uh, wrote about similar product, about AR, about 3D, about um, innovations uh, that uh, are related to the wand. And uh, we created a, a very personalized pitch for uh, each one of them. And uh, they, they got it and they, they saw the wand and they, they, they loved it. And uh, especially, we got a lot of traffic, so we are uh, on um, on Kickstarter as a project uh, they, they love and uh, we are well ranked. So other journalists that we didn't uh, reach out to also see the campaign and write about us. Excellent. When you're talking about your, your target mar market audience, you know, on the journalist side, 
How do you do that on the consumer side? Where did, where or how did you go about deciding who that audience would be that you were going to target during the active Kickstarter campaign? So this is one of uh, our most uh, difficult thing that uh, I don't I, I don't believe that we really have cracked it. In the beginning, we thought that uh, the one will be an amazing product for people that uh, love 3D. And we found, we found out that uh, they already know how to use different uh, uh, softwares and uh, that, that the one is not interesting for them. We tried the uh, audience uh, for parents and parents think that it's too complicated, although it's not. We tried uh, DIY people, Etsy people, people with 3D printer. And uh, for now, we see that most of the people that are interested in the product are people that are early adopters, people that love gadgets, and um, they have a, a little bit of uh, passion for art. Uh, so um, we're, we're trying new audiences every day, and we're trying to see who is interested in our product. And it's, it's practically uh, people decide for us uh, who is the audience and it's not the other way around. Do you think the time of year has affected the campaign at all, Rand? Yes, of course. One of the things that uh, was against us is that uh, we launched uh, before uh, Black Friday, Cyber Monday and all of these big promotions. So uh, we launched like two or three weeks before and we felt like uh, people are saving the money uh, for Black Friday and Cyber, Cyber Monday. Uh, and and that's, that's something to, to think about. And uh, because after, after those two days, uh, we started seeing more and more sales. So uh, all those people that didn't spend all their money after those big sales, uh, found our campaign and uh, started buying. Interesting. Um, Ryan, let's talk a little bit about the campaign video. Obviously, that, that put some time to put that and build that together. What was the process like and how did you go about deciding what to include in the video itself? So, in fact, we did, um, we did two videos. The first video uh, that we created was with a different strategy. We thought... Um, that um, it would be more for people that have 3D printers and uh, that are interested in uh, 3D design and everything. And uh, after we tested it out, we found out that we had the wrong audience. And uh, also, I can hear myself twice. So um, we also uh, had the children in the video, and the people thought that it is for children, although we didn't target children, just want to show up. It is used. So the second video really changed everything. We just showed how you can use create uh, 3D objects out of thin air using the world around you. And that's our uniqueness. Interesting. So in the two videos that you created, did you test both of those before the campaign launch? Or how did you go about deciding which one resonated best with your audience? We tested a little bit uh, the first one. 
We saw the reaction of people and we decided to make the changes, but then we didn't have a lot of time to test the new one and we just uh, launched. Got it. So what's been the biggest thing that you've learned throughout the whole process of launching this campaign? Um, find your audience before you launch your campaign. Solid advice, Ran. What's, uh, what's been the biggest surprise of the campaign so far? Um, biggest surprise? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I think that uh, I thought that uh, this product, you know, like uh, the three dollar Doodler or um, other products uh, that was before that, uh, this product would get more and more attention. But maybe uh, the timing and maybe, uh, uh, I don't know why, but I think that this product has more potential than uh, we have gotten uh, until now. But uh, we still have uh, 25 days to go. and. Uh, once we find the right audience, I think that uh, we can reach uh, higher goals. I agree. I agree, Ran. Well, this gets us into our launch round where I'm going to rapid fire a handful of questions at you, Ran. You ready to go? Mm-hmm. So what inspired you to work with entrepreneurs? So uh, I think that entrepreneurs, they have the passion, they have the knowledge, but uh, they don't know how to do marketing and advertising. So uh, I think that's like a great match because uh, Great minds think alike, and uh, we can do great things together. I agree. So, if you could grab a beer with any entrepreneur throughout history, who would it be? Mark Zuckerberg. What uh, What would be your first question for Zuck? Um, how did you do it? <laughs> you know, to, today, today it seems so simple, but uh, he was so young, and uh, he created uh, the empire before the age of thirty. So. How did you do it? Pretty incredible, I know. Uh, what book would you recommend to our audience? I don't know. I don't have any book uh, like, uh, to think of now. No, Fair enough. We'll pass on that. Last question in the f- launch round, Ran. What does the future of crowdfunding look like? It feels like uh, it's becoming more and more professional and uh, more and more difficult. And... Uh, the, the biggest and the toughest uh, will survive. I agree. Well, Rand, this gets us to the end of the podcast, but I want to give you a chance to pitch our audience, tell them what you're all about, where people should go, and how they can find you online. So, um, I'm uh, Rand from uh, the Koi Group. I'm the creative director of uh, the Year One, but also for other campaigns. Uh, they can just find the corygroup.co and uh, see uh, what we do. Awesome. Well, Rand, thank you so much for being on the show. Audience, thanks again for tuning in. Make sure to visit artofthekickstart.com for the notes, the transcript, and links to everything we talked about today. And of course, thank you to our crowdfunding podcast sponsors, the Gadget Flow and Backer Kit. And my last request is if you love this episode, please make sure to leave us a review on iTunes. Rand Corey, thank you so much for being on Art of the Kickstart today. My pleasure. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Art of the Kickstart, the show about building a business, world, and life with crowdfunding. If you've enjoyed today's episode, awesome. Make sure to visit artofthekickstart.com and tell us all about it. There you'll find additional information about past episodes, 
our Kickstarter guide to crushing it. And of course, if you love this episode a lot, leave us a review at artofthekickstart.com slash iTunes. It helps more inventors, entrepreneurs, and startups find this show and helps us get better guests to help you build a better business. If you need more hands-on crowdfunding strategy advice, please feel free to request a quote on inventuspartners.com. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll see you again next week. 